Summer with Fair The recent controversy surrounding Jason Aldean's newest song and California's War on Math. Welcome to Fair News Weekly. To read all of the articles discussed in this podcast, please visit this podcast's episode description. Dear Friends of Fair, Summer is in full swing at fair this week as staff and volunteers go on vacation, spend time with family and friends, get outside in the sun, reflect on the year so far, and refresh and relax ahead of the coming school year. But if you find yourself online, fair has two excellent events coming up for our community. First, join Fair in Medicine for the No Way Back, the reality of gender-affirming care webinar, led by Lisa Celine Davis, author, independent journalist, and fair advisor, plus firm producer Stephanie Wynn and detransitioner Laura Becker. Tune into this webinar now with the link in the description. Second, on Wednesday, August 16th, join Fair in Education for the Teachers, Identity, and History, Lessons from Rwanda webinar that will explore the role that education played in the polarization of Rwandan society prior to 1994 and the lessons we can learn from this tragic part of history. An integral part of being pro-human includes spending time with those you love and remembering what a gift it is to connect, unplug, and unwind together. (laughs) After you join the webinars, of course. While it can be tempting to bury ourselves in the work we are all so passionate about, our current moment necessitates a little R&R to ensure that we're all at our best and ready to continue furthering the principles of fairness, understanding, and humanity. We encourage you all to take this time to do the things that you love, with people you love, out in the real world, under the sun. Take time to go for a nature walk, lounge at the beach, dive into a good book, play some sports, attend a local show, or host a dinner party. And don't forget to stay hydrated. We hope you all are having a wonderful summer as our team is, and are recharging your batteries for the upcoming school year in the fall. Warmly, the team at the Foundation Against Intolerance and Racism. For Fox News Opinion, Fair Advisor Monica Harris wrote about her experience having her article about transgender issues censored by Medium. She says, You don't have to be gay, female, or a person of color to appreciate the danger this poses to all Americans. If the boundaries of prohibited speech keep growing, then we can be silenced by anyone who disagrees with us. All they have to do is call us hateful. Yet, if we live in constant fear of offending others, then how long will it be before we're too afraid to say anything? Freedom of speech is one of our most cherished rights. The free and open marketplace of ideas is what makes our country unique. It's enabled groundbreaking innovation and thought and has empowered historically disenfranchised groups. Given my unique background and experience, freedom of speech holds a special place in my heart. Where would I be today if voices that made others uncomfortable had been muffled? For the free press, Fair Advisor Coleman Hughes wrote about the recent controversy surrounding Jason Aldean's newest song, Try That in a Small Town. Hughes writes, A culture that values free speech and artistic expression should defend the ability of artists to express themselves lyrically, no matter their identity or politics, even and especially when their lyrics strike some segment of the populace as obscene. It is in the nature of art that what is obscene to one consumer is beautiful to another. 
The great thing about our society is that if you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. For his substack, The Windstack, Fair in the Arts fellow Winston Marshall wrote about Jason Aldean and the two Americas. He says, There is an America that sees this, the half of America that didn't turn a blind eye to the rise in crime of 2020, the half of America that saw the destruction of the BLM riots that saw 19 killed in their first 14 days, the side of America that notices when such incidents are not reported in the media. That side of America have sent Aldine up the music charts. So how is it that one video can evoke such drastically different responses in one nation? It seems there are two versions of America, two histories that the American people have not reconciled. One, a story of original sin, slavery, and racism being so inescapable and pertinent as to be relevant to every single imaginable issue. The other, of a great America, a patriotic people who escaped persecution in Europe and across the world to build small communities in a new land. A people who defeated the Nazis and the communists. For the Free Press, David Joseph Volechko wrote about how his criticism of Lenin in the Seattle Times led to his eventual firing. I considered going silent, hoping one day to find work again once my 15 minutes of infamy had passed and my reputation as the unhirable Hitler guy had faded. But staying silent won't help me pay rent and childcare or salvage my ability to continue doing journalistic work. It also won't repair my good name or provide me with a clean Google search. What kind of journalist would I be if fear made me shy away from discussing my experience of viciousness masquerading as social justice? What would it say about my devotion to injustice if I remained silent when it is visited upon my family? This is not an abstract problem. I am now jobless, living in downtown Seattle, which is costly, and unable to support my family, including my baby daughter. We can no longer afford our apartment, but neither can we afford the fee to break our lease. As mentioned earlier in the episode, join Fair in Education Wednesday, August 16th from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern for a webinar that will explore the role that education played in the polarization of Rwandan society prior to 1994 and the lessons we can learn from this tragic part of history. In particular, we will present research and primary sources that reveal patterns that emerged in classrooms in Rwanda from 1961 to 1994, focusing on the role that teachers and curricula played in normalizing racial and ethnic stereotypes that fueled intergroup conflict, undermined students' sense of belonging, and gave rise to identity-based oppression in the classroom and beyond. Our goal is to answer the following question. What can we learn from history to help all students and children thrive as equally valued human beings? We want the Fair Substack to be the go-to publication for diverse perspectives on culture and civil rights. Whether you're a seasoned author or an amateur writer with a story that can contribute to our mission of promoting fairness, understanding, and humanity, we would love to receive your stories, opinions, investigations, reviews, interviews, and more please send your piece to submissions at fairforall.org. We hope to hear from you. Finally, if you liked this podcast, subscribe. Share it with a friend and leave us a rating and review. Make sure to check out our newsletter and weekly roundup to read more into any of this week's stories or visit the episode description. Donations are always welcome at fairforall.org donate.